When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everyone. I hope everyone's doing well this Saturday. Uh, things might look a little different this morning. Um, I'm by myself, a little nervous. I haven't done this in a very, very long time. I think since maybe 2020, the summer of 2020. Um, I see a lot of comments asking about Brent. He is a little sick this morning. Uh, as we call it, he's under the weather. So his voice uh, is not great. So I'm jumping in to help him. Um, so it's going to be different. Um, I'm going to try to talk normal. I'm going to try to talk a little slow. Um, I'll probably forget and talk in my normal voice, but I'm here to answer any questions that you have this morning um, about English. Um, I apologize in advance if I somehow do not say your name correctly. I'm really, really bad at non-American names. Um, Brent and I have been reviewing a little bit this morning, and hopefully it'll be just as good um, as if Brent were here. He is watching on YouTube. That's the only place he can watch it at this morning. So he will be answering questions in YouTube. Um, he'll probably be texting me a little bit to help me out at times. So if you have a question for Brent or I don't see your uh, question and he's in YouTube to answer those for you. Uh, the first thing I want to start off with is thanking Miss Sita. Uh, she says, hi, Jamie, a huge thanks for helping us improve our abilities and skills uh, in English. Sita, we appreciate you so much. Uh, she's been a longtime subscriber and channel member. So we really, really appreciate Sita um, for that super chat. Uh, a little bit of a note. I do not know how to do the big super chat cheers. So thank you, Sita. <laughs> um, there is also a Google form that you can go in and put a question in there in this morning. Um, so I'm also, I'm not going to be able to put the questions up because I don't want to mess anything up, but I will uh, read the questions. But we do have one from Mahmood. Um, he says, hi, Jamie, no questions at this moment, but I want to thank you and Brent for all the helpful lessons and engorging Brent to, I think that means encouraging Brent to continue making those amazing videos. They help me a lot in terms of improving my vocabulary. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for you guys for your hard work. Yes, Brent does work really hard on his videos. He's so creative and, um, we bounce ideas off each other all the time, but, um, yeah, he's doing a great job and it's all because of you that he can keep doing them. So thank you so much. Let's see who we have in the chat here. Um, hi, Audie the tie. It's good to see Audie here. He's always here. I love hearing the stories from Brent about Audie in the discord. If you are wanting to join other subscribers, um, you can become a member and they have a discord where they post pictures. They're talking back and forth. Um, and that's where I hear a lot of stories from, from Brent. Hi, Ario. Yes. Mr. Brent is sick this morning. He's a little under the weather. 
Hi, Jorge. I am doing well, Mahmood. Doing well. Freddie the Wolf, longtime channel member from France. Thank you, Freddie, for being here. Good morning, Tanya. I saw you last week. You had some questions. Nice to see you again. Let's see. Hello, English Joy. Hello, hello. And look who it is. He's in the YouTube. If you want to chat with him, he's here. He's here. Look how handsome he is. Yes, he just has a little bit of a head cold. You might actually hear him coughing upstairs. Isn't that what he does on these live streams? Like tells you when he can hear somebody coughing at his house. Let's see if we have anybody. Ooh, Luke. Hello, Mr. Luke. How are you? Uh, no, this is actually my third time doing a live stream. Um, it's been a long time. Uh, I did it a couple of times uh, when he, the first the channel first um, came to be. And now this is my third time. And it'll probably be a long time before I do another one. Thank you so much. He should be better in a few days. Hello, Diana from France. Hello. Ooh, hello from India. So nice to see you. Indonesia's in the house. Thank you. The Philippines. Hello, hello. Hello from Cambodia. Nice to see you, Kelly. Yes, Brent is here in the YouTube chat. That's the only place he can watch it. So if you're looking to chat with him this morning, um, he is in the live stream on YouTube. Cambodia again. Look who it is. Now, I cannot say Aroni. What? Did I just say it right, Aroni? Aroni's in the house. I think I might have just said his name for the first time correctly ever. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, hello from Iraq. So nice to see you. So let's, we have a question right here. Let's see if I can answer it. Would you please tell me the difference between inside and within? That's a great question. It really means the same thing. However, how we... Can everybody hear me? I hope you can hear me. Uh, so let's go back to the question. Would you please tell me the difference between inside and within? I'm just scrolling down the chat to make sure somebody can hear me. Harry says, yes. I hope that means yes, you can hear me. Yes. Oh, perfect. Great. All right. Would you tell me the difference between inside and within? All right, so inside, we would say, can you go inside the house and grab my phone? Or we might say, I'm going to stay inside today because it is super cold outside. Where we live, um, they are saying not to go outside today, how cold it is. The wind chill is like negative 10 something. So we would say, I'm going to stay inside my house. If we're talking about the word within, 
we would say, you need to find it within you to do a good job. Or I've got to reach way down within me to find the strength to do this today. So that's the difference. And um, we wouldn't say, can you go within the house and get my phone? So that's, that's the difference between those two. That's a great question. A really hard question too. Hello, Annie from France. Nice to see you here. Thailand's in the house. Thank you so much. Appreciate you letting me know you can hear me. That gave me a quick little panic attack. Freddie the Wolf, thank you. So let's see if we have some more questions. I know I skipped way down to see, to make sure that I was on. Sound is back. Great. Great. Ooh, Maryland's in the house. Not too far from us. Lithuania's in the house. Morocco. Bolivia. Ooh, Madagascar. Hello, hello. Vietnam. Hello. So we have another question. Do you have a schedule for your live YouTube training? So Britt usually goes live every Saturday. Um, there's a couple of times when he skips Saturdays if we're out of town or like today's under the weather and I jumped in to help him or um, he has something going on um, other than YouTube that Saturday. But most of the time he's here at the same time every Saturday, which is at this time. So we hope to see you here. Bangladesh is in the house. Oh. Aroni is giving Brent some helpful tips. Hope Brent feels better soon. Kindly help me. I find it difficult to pronounce the words with L, I believe, and R following each other, such as particularly, regularly, and earlier. Please help. That's Those are hard words, especially... Um, the word particularly, regularly, and earlier. So it's really the L-Y, like um, after the R, that's hard, particularly. You just put the tongue up at the top of your teeth is only the, uh, and I really, like Bryn says, just using those words, repeating them out loud really, really helps with that. Yes, I, I heard the coughing comment. I don't hear him anymore now, so. We have a new member in the house. Good morning. Hi, I'm a new member. I would like to say hello to everyone and to thank Brent and Jamie for your great work in supporting us. Well, we thank you for supporting us. Brent couldn't do this without all of you, so thank you. So the next question I see is, Madam, could you please explain the difference between British English and American English? <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to let Brent answer that. If you can jump on YouTube, I'm not great for answering that. I will say to me, it seems like British English is much more proper than American English. Um, but that's all. Again, do you feel kind of nervous? Absolutely, I do. Absolutely. I've got big shoes to fill, big shoes to fill. So I am nervous. From the Philippines, hello, Charlie, how are you? All right, let me scroll down and see if I see any questions. Hopefully I'm not lagging. Sound is working great. 
So if I don't get to your question, Brent is in YouTube. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm gonna take a sip of water. He is in YouTube and can answer all of your questions. Poland's in the house. He says, I nailed it. I won't do it again. I've already tried and I still can't do it. So that must have been a fluke. That's what we say in American English when we've been trying to do something and we all, this, we all of a sudden are able to do it that one time. And then after that one time, we can't do it. Say if I'm trying to hit um, a baseball with a bat and I've been striking out and missing the ball several, several times. And then the next day on the first try, I hit the ball. We call that a fluke because I, then I would keep hitting, missing the ball the next time. So a fluke is when you do something and you didn't really mean to do it. South Korea is in the house. Thank you for being here. Afghanistan, Colombia. Jamie, you should really make video lessons sometimes. What do you think? I think I should leave it to Brent, the professional. Sometimes I show up in, and I'll do like a quick little lesson with him. Um, if we're if we're doing a video or he's doing a video and I'm with him, but we all know who the real English guy is. All right, I'm not seeing. Oh, thank you so much. Hopefully it's clear. Hopefully I'm not speaking too fast. Sudan is in the house. I have a lot of students from Sudan, so welcome, Omar. Um, he has a question: um, How to improve my writing and spelling wise? Practice over and over and over. Um, I know reading really helps with writing and spelling as well. So reading um, in English will help you as well, Omar. But thank you for being here. Mexico, good morning. Question from Harry here. Harry is a channel member. Thank you so much, Harry. Could you please tell me the difference between skip, pop, and leap? I think you are the best person to explain about these, Jamie. Well, I do teach physical education. And if I were teaching younger children, we do a lot of things with skip, hop, and leap um, with small children. Um, a fun fact for you that most teachers know, we know a child is ready to read when they can skip. If they've mastered that motor skill of skipping, um, they're ready to read. So skip is... Um, Something you do over and over to get from point A to point B. Um, and it's kind of like hopping, but you're moving forward. So that's kind of a skip. A hop is when you're just jumping up and down. So you're up, down, up, down. That would be a hop. Um, and a leap is like when you have to jump over something. Hey, can you leap over that river for me and grab my backpack? Um, I'm going to leap over the puddle so I don't get my feet wet. So leaping would be like I'm going to jump over something. Hop is just up and down. And skipping is hopping while you're moving. Hope that helps, Harry. I'm just answering questions today. Just answering questions. I don't have a lesson prepared. Brendan, prepare me a lesson. I just want to answer questions. And we'll see how it goes. Hello from Thailand. So I'm going to actually check the Google form really quick and see if we have any questions. Looks like we do. So this is from Miss Sita, Sweet Sita, who is from Brazil. Brent and I have been talking about visiting Brazil um, quite frequently here at our house. 
and we know that we're going to be able to see Sita when we decide to come. So she says, hi, Jamie, thank you so much for helping us. Please, could you tell me some examples using the expression out of the ballpark? I got what the um, idiomatic expression means, but I don't know how to sound natural using it. That's a great, great question, Sita. So we normally say, instead of out of the ballpark, we say out of the park. So I'll give you an example. So out, when you say they hit it out of the park or out of the ballpark, that's referring to a baseball or softball game in America. And that means they've just hit the ball out of the park or they've hit a home run. So I'll give you an example. Brent has really knocked it out of the park with this YouTube channel. That just means he's done incredibly well. So when you say out of the park, that person has done something really well. They really knocked this wedding party out of the park. It means it was a pretty good party, an excellent party to be at. So you wouldn't say out of the ballpark, you would say knocked it out of the park. And that just means someone has done something really, really well. Wow, you really knocked it out of the park with dinner tonight. You overdid yourself. Like that's that's what that means. I hope that helps Sita. And I think we had one more question. So we have someone from Indonesia here, and it says how to improve our English. Practice, practice, practice. Read, read, read. Join, become a member. Join the Discord and speak to others. Um, yep, so practice, read. That's all you can do. Practice makes perfect. Uh, let's see here. Could you... Please pronounce these words, prescription and literal, prescription and literal. Prescription is a really hard word. So a prescription is something that a doctor gives to you when you need to get some medicine from the phar pharmacy. Prescription, literal. Mr. Brent says no lag, so that's great. Let's see, I'm looking for some questions. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, Mr. Brent is missing today. He is sick, he's under the weather, but he will be back next Saturday. Looking for some question. Oh, that's a great way to put it, Freddie. He says that I think British English is more posh than American English. That's a great way to put it. It just means a little bit more um, speak it a little bit more fine. They're more refined when they speak than um, I feel like Americans. It's beautiful. When I hear British, speaking, British people speaking English, they sound so beautiful and just so refined. I love to hear it. I love the accent. Thank you, Sita. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, Hassan. He says, I have a question. What is the difference between talk and speak? Not a whole lot. We can say I'm talking to my friend or I'm speaking with my friend. We use talking quite a bit other than speaking. Um, we, we also say I might want to have a chat or I'm chatting with my friends. So talking, speaking, chatting are all the same thing and can really be used the same way. There's really no difference. I use talking more. Um, I say, I'm going to go talk with the student. I'm going to go chat with the student. 
I need to go speak with a student. Very interchangeable. Hope that helps. Wellington from Brazil is here. Finland is in the house. Thank you so much for being here. Syria is here. Hello, hello. Looking for some questions here. Would you please explain the use of the word decease? Yes. So decease or deceased is used when someone passes away or someone dies. Um, we would say that person is deceased if we're speaking to someone who's no longer living. So it would be decease or deceased. More than likely, we use the word deceased. Um, it just sounds better than saying the person is dead. Hope that helps. It's a good question. Hi, can you tell me why we don't re say replacing a teacher instead of substitute? That's a great question. I'm not sure. For as long as I can remember, even when I was a child myself in school, we would always say we have a substitute teacher. And that really just means that person is replacing the teacher that day um, because the teacher is out of the classroom for the day. So I really, I'm sorry, I can't answer why we don't say replacing the teacher. Um, we use substitute, but we also use substitute in a lot of different ways. Uh, the, the main way, um, other than being a substitute teacher that I can think of, is when you are substituting something in a recipe. Say if you don't want to use, you're making lasagna and you don't like ricotta cheese, you're substituting it for cottage cheese because you like cottage cheese better. So that's another way you can use the word substitute. Just replacing someone, just like you said, or replacing an ingredient in a recipe. Good morning, Carlos. We're glad you like our channel. Thank you. So this question says, hello, what's the difference between I like to play soccer and I like playing soccer? No difference. No difference. Cambodia. Hello, hello. We have a lot of people from Cambodia, it seems. Bangladesh. We are really happy that you're here as well. Italy. Good morning. Good morning. If you see that I'm not answering your question, it's more than likely that I am not confident enough to answer it. I've seen a couple of you ask your question twice and... Um, for example, this question, uh, what's the difference between complex subject and complex object? I'm just not confident to answer that. So I see that you're on YouTube. Brent is on YouTube and is answering questions there by chatting with you guys. So if you have a question for Brent and you don't see me answering your question, it's more than likely I just don't feel comfortable answering it and I don't want to give you bad information. So... Mahmood, thank you. I am, I just realized I haven't really slowed down or trying. The faster the babe. Oh, you remember my first stream? Yeah, I, I believe I, I was just thinking about that this morning. I was outside. It was a beautiful day. And I was on for a really long time, a really long time, my first live. It was during, I'm not sure that I can say it, but when the world was shut down for 
uh, a big reason. And I was just chatting with, it was so much fun to chat with. So um, yeah, thank you. We've been here a long time. I appreciate it. Jamie, I love the way you speak. You speak a little faster than Brent, but steer still clearly. Yes. I've always been known as a fast talker. When I was a child, my parents would always have to tell me, you need to slow down. I've been, I don't know. Just in the, ooh, Guatemala. Good morning, Orlando. Good morning. It's nice to meet you too. Mahmood says, do you know why Brent always ends his live stream finished by the phrase, adios amigos? Is that an English word? That is not English. That is actually Spanish. And I'm not really sure why he started doing that. He's just kind of caught on and stayed with him. But adios is goodbye in Spanish. And amigos is, um, it's really a male in Spanish. An amigo is a male in Spanish. Thailand is in the house. Good morning. Good morning. Good. Oh, didn't click on it. Good morning from the land of rising sun. So nice to see you. Great question. Big shoes. Yes. I, when I say I have big shoes to fill and I'm talking about Brent or if I'm, if I'm re replacing a teacher or substituting for a teacher who's very good at what they do, um, we say I have really big shoes to fill. That means I've got to really step it up. I've got to step up my game um, to be just as good as them or try to be just as good as them. Mexico City's in the house. Let's see. Thailand, Dominican Republic. Good morning. Sita, you are so welcome. Thank you for being here and always supporting Brent. Sita has been a longtime subscriber and a longtime channel member. So we really appreciate that. And look who we have, a new channel member. Thank you so much. Um, I'm not really sure how to pronounce your first name or I would, but we really appreciate you being here. And I'm sure you will learn how to join the Discord to speak with everyone. I really should get in the Discord. I uh, Maybe that's something I'll try to do today. Pop in. Have Brent show me how to do that. Thank you so much for becoming a channel member. Hello from Ecuador. Good morning. Good morning. So there we go. Brent is in the chat on his YouTube channel. That's where he's watching this morning and answering questions. He said he thought it would be ironic for an English teacher to end a lesson with Spanish. That's what he does. Freddie Wolf, longtime subscriber and channel member, says, Please, Jamie, would you mind explaining the cases when you add ish to the end of words? Ooh, I've got to think about that. So what comes to mind is when we talk about doing something just kind of ish. Um, I'm tired-ish or I'm a little sluggish. That means you're just, you're a little bit tired. You're tired is starting to creep in. Um, I'm trying to think. That's a great question, Freddie Wolf. Brent should do a lesson on that. Um I'm a little sickish. We just, it's just something we do as Americans. I don't really even think that sickish is a word or slu sluggish is a word. That's, 
I'm trying to think of something else. Um, I'm getting hungry-ish. I don't know why we do that. Maybe Brent can speak a little bit more of that in the chat, but we just tend to add things to words. I'm hungry-ish. I'm getting a little tired-ish. I'm a little... Oh, gosh, that's such a hard question. We just add ish to things. I'm not sure why. This is a great question. Nguyen says, is it common to ask how do you get by instead of what do you want to be called? No, we, we don't say how do you get by when we're asking someone about their name or what they prefer to be called. Um, we just, we would say, what would you prefer? What name would you prefer that I call you by? That's what we say. Looking for some questions. I did the deceased one. We have a question. Hello, as a teacher, do you focus more in weak students or just treat all students the same way? I treat all students. Well, huh, gosh, that's a great question, too. When I'm teaching in my classroom, I do treat all students the same way. We have so many students that come from different backgrounds, different households, um, different walks of life. That's what we call like um, walks of life is a way we talk about where people, what countries they come from, maybe how they came to be uh, living in the United States. So we have all students who come from so many different backgrounds, so many different walks of life that there are some times that I do have to help students that maybe come from an underprivileged household um, and they may need basic items that my more, my, my students who come from a household that can buy those things for them. So, but in terms of being fair, and treating students the same in the classroom as far as when I'm teaching, I teach everyone the same, everyone the same. Again, Sudan is in the house. Thank you so much. Brent is welcoming the new channel member. Hello, hello. Again, Brent is in the YouTube chat answering questions. So if you would like to go subscribe to his channel, and you can ask him any, any questions there. He's answering them. Again, if I'm not answering your question, it's because I do not feel confident in doing so. Just looking for some questions. Yes, repetition, repetition, practicing, practicing, pra practicing. Seen a lot of people from Madagascar today. Welcome, welcome. Again, another person from Syria. Welcome. I just let him know. I think he said hello to you. We are so grateful for you. Grateful for you. So we have another channel member here saying, is there one typical American thing, food, place, tradition you really love the most? That is a great question. Wow. So American food, I would have to say my favorite is all the Southern food that I grew up on. It's not the healthiest food. Um, a lot of butter, a lot of heavy cream. Um, but I grew up on a lot of casseroles that I love. Brent and I have actually talked about doing a video on making Southern food that I grew up on. Um, there's one called broccoli and cheese casserole that I love. I make a chicken casserole that I love. 
I love cornbread, southern cornbread. That has a lot of butter. Butter is super unhealthy. Um, so Amer in terms of American food, I love the food that I grew up on at Thanksgiving and Christmas time. I'm a huge snacky person. Um, American traditions, 4th of July is really big for me. That's our Independence Day. I love the tradition of doing fireworks at night. I love having a barbecue and hanging out with friends and family and just relaxing for the day. Um, the hustle and bustle or the busyness of our day really slows down. We say hustle and bustle. Um, a lot of times when people are just moving so fast in life, the hustle and bustle, the fast pace of life. So on July 4th, it's really, really relaxing just to hang with your friends, eat some good food. We barbecue um, things on the grill. And then at night we finish up with fireworks to celebrate our independence. So that's a, a tradition that I, that I really uh, love that's, that we do here in America. Great question. I really, to tell you the truth, my favorite food is Mexican or Hispanic food. If I had to choose, that's, but I, yeah, that's my favorite. So a next question from Tinkering says, why do most of the people have public speaking fear or fear of public speaking or speaking in public? How do you overcome the fear of speaking in public? That's a great question. I know a lot of people do not like to stand up and speak in front of people. Uh, here in America, if you attend a four-year college or even a two-year college to get your degree, you have to take a class in public speaking. Um, and people just do not like to do that. And I totally get it. Getting up in front of a group of 100 people that you do not know, I mean, just like today, I mean, it's so much easier for me to be in front of a computer and talking to you guys because I, I can only see your pictures. Um, but people, it's really hard to get up um, and speak in front of a lot of people. People, You have a fear of messing up while you're talking, making mistakes. Uh, you might be giving a speech and then draw a blank. That's what we call when your mind just completely forgets what you're supposed to be saying. Um, and I would say if you need to get over that fear, you would just have to, just like speaking English, you would have to practice, practice, practice. Harry says, thank you so much, Jamie. That's so helpful. I hope what I imagine is the same as what you explained. Joining your PE class must be fun. Yes, I, I'm so glad I chose to go into physical education. And I also teach health currently, too, to sixth graders. That is also a lot of fun. And, um, you know, it's, it's fun to see kids moving and get kids moving. Kids who may have a fear of sports, and we introduce them to different types of sports or sports skills, and then they succeed and maybe they're going to try something new. So I, I like to get kids moving. Me, myself as a student, I did not like sitting in a desk all day. So um, I know I have a lot of kids that love coming to my class because they can finally move their bodies. Yes, prescription is very, very, very hard to pronounce. Afghanistan is in the house. Good morning, Abdul. Looking for some questions here. I think we did this last week, Patricia. Could you tell me the difference between recall and remember? When we, when we use the word recall, we're recalling information that we have in our brains or information that we've studied, recalling facts. Um, you may need to recall your multiplication facts. When we talk about the word remember, you're remembering things that may have happened in your childhood or I need to remember to take out the trash. I believe we used that last week. Um, so that's how you wouldn't say I need to recall 
to take out the trash. You would say, I need to remember to take out the trash this evening. Um, recall is when you need to recall information in your head. Our good friend, Christy Keep is in the house. Good morning, Christy. Thank you so much. That's awesome that you're here. Mahmood said, can you explain this word for me? Accelerated. I'll say that again. Accelerated. So we can use accelerated in a couple of different ways. I'll use my students, for example. Sometimes we have students who are really, really advanced or really smart. And they, for math example, I'll use math. They may need to go on an accelerated math program. And that just means that they would move at a faster pace. When we use the word accelerate, um, when you're in your car, you would say, I need to accelerate to start moving faster. Um, yeah, so accelerated just means that you're going to start moving or you might be moving at a faster pace. I keep hitting this microphone. I'm so sorry. It is, it, it's about 9.30 here. Yes, yes. This is a great question. When someone feels pain in their leg and can't walk properly, is it hobble the most common way to refer to it? Or is there another word you use? That's a great question. I know last week we talked about our foot falling asleep and it may tingle when you move it. it might feel like you have pins and needles. But yes, if you have some leg pain, you might say, I need to hobble over to the table to sit down. Sorry, I mean, I need to hobble over to the chair to sit down. Um, I'm hobbling right now or I'm limping. We also use that word limping. I'm limping right now because I hurt my leg. And limping is, I'll put that in the comment how you spell it. It's L-I-M-P-I-N-G. Limping. Um, so we probably actually use limp or limping more often than we do hobble. But interchangeable, they can be used the same way. Is there any difference in the pronunciation of direct, direct of movement? No, direct is direct. You would say they are going to direct a movie, movie or they are directing traffic. Um, and then you would even go, I need directions. So, nope, direct is direct to me anyway. Yes, replacing the teacher does sound kind of rude because really you're not replace you I mean you are replacing them for the day but when you to me when you say you're replacing the teacher that means that's a long term thing where a substitute is for a short amount of time wow new channel member and you came up with that excellent this is Maria from Hungary says is it true that Americans can't blow their nose in public because it's impolite well, I don't like to blow my nose in public. I tend to step out of the room or move away from people just because there's germs and things like that. We do have Americans who blow their nose in public. I have students who will blow their nose in the classroom and then they won't want to go wash their hands or put on a hand sanitizer. And I have to remind them they need to do that because of germs. But a lot of Americans tend to step away from the table or step away from the room or go into a different room to blow their nose just to be polite. Great question. Philippines is in the house. Thank you so much. 
Tibet is in the house. Hello, hello. I did not steal his channel, William. I'm just stepping in for the day because he's sick. Just has a little bit of a cold. He's under the weather. I'm going to check the Google form. There is a Google form that you can click on to have a question be answered. And let's see, we have a couple of more. I think it's Dadar from Iraq says, could you tell us some English jokes that make other people laugh? Oh gosh, you're putting me on the spot. Let's see. Do I have a good joke? Oh, I don't. Gosh, I don't, I don't really tell a lot of jokes. I'm not that good at it. Hmm. I'm sorry. I would have to, I have to think I, that's when I'd really have to think about. I'm sorry. I can't answer that right now. I just answered that one. The direct director. So Dat from Vietnam says, could you please explain the meaning of the word tricky? I can't totally understand how to use this word. Thanks. Great question. So the word tricky, um, we would say if we're trying to fix something or we're trying to tell you how to fix something, we, we would say it's a little bit tricky because the bolt is in a hard place to reach. Or that's a tricky question, which would just mean there are a lot of moving parts to the question or different ways that you may can answer it. Um, so when we use the word tricky, it just means something's going to be a little bit difficult, more complex, um, and may have various ways that you can answer it. I'm sure Brent could have done a much better job at answering that, but that's, that's where I'm at. Somalia's in the house. Hello, hello, Muhammad. Let's see. Who's angry? We don't need angry people here this morning. No anger. Brent will be back. I promise. He will be back. And if you're missing him that bad, he has several of his lives on YouTube that you can go and see that handsome face. Let's see. Thank you so much. I have not slowed down my speaking. I apologize for those of you have that come here to see that. Brent does a much better job of that. Russia. Hello, hello, Natalia. So nice to see you. I'm just looking for some question. Hasta la vista, baby. That's an that's an uh, an American song that we. It's very big here in America. I'm trying to think. It's uh, from Vanilla. Is it? Oh, I'm not gonna. Even, I'm probably gonna get it wrong. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> you guys are so funny. Oh, so here. That's a better way. Amigos. It means friends. Thank you. Thank you. See, when I'm answering on the fly, sometimes I get things wrong. Let's see. Trolls in here. Do we have trolls? We can't have trolls. Look who it is. Hello, sweet Amina. Amina was one of our very, one of ours, one of Brent's first uh, channel subscribers and channel members. It's always good to see you, Amina. I hope you're doing well. 
There are lots of new people today. I love, love to see it. Yeah, Amina, is it cold where you are? It is freezing here. It's dangerously cold here today. I am not stepping out of my house. Our weatherman or our meteorologist has warned people not to go outside today. It's not safe. So we are staying nice and warm in our, well, I should say, it's cold in our house. But it's hard to get it warm today because it's so, so cold. Oh, there we go. It is pronounced Syed, and it means happy in English. Love it. Thank you again for coming a member today. So I'm, what I'm going to do right now is I am going to, if I can do it properly, is I'm going to put on a member's chat. So if you are a member or you would like to become a member, you can do so. And we're going to have members only chat for a little bit so I can answer their questions and see how everybody's doing. So let's see, I've turned on that members only chat. If you would like to become a member, you can do so. It shows you in YouTube how to do that. And I am going to answer some questions from our members that are here today. Oh, I need to go, sorry, I need to go back here. There we go. Scroll down here to our members. Lots of questions and comments. Thank you so much. I really appreciate all the love you're showing me today. I hope I'm doing a good job for those of you that came to see the live stream today and those of you that were expecting Brent. He is not feeling well today, but he will be back. So I have just the members only chat up here. So I'm looking to see if there's any questions. So Harry says, Jamie, was being a PE teacher your dream when you were a kid? If it was PE, why PE? And PE just means physical education. Why not other subjects, math, science, and maybe? Well, from a young age, I knew I wanted to be a teacher. I played school any chance that I got. I love pens, markers, school supplies, all things school. And I would just pretend I was a teacher when I was younger all the time. Um, so I knew I wanted to be a teacher. I originally was in elementary education when I started um, going to college. And then when I was in a first grade classroom, it was very difficult for me. There were a lot of needs of the kids. I teaching them how to read. It just wasn't my thing. Um, I've always been active. Um, I was a dancer, a cheerleader. I played softball when I was younger. So I've always loved to be active. So I put those two things together and became a physical education teacher. I do like to teach health two kids, um, you know, how to keep their bodies healthy. I do that Whether we talk about mental health, social health, and things like that. I am terrible in math, Harry, terrible elementary math. I could have handled, but after algebra, I'm terrible. I, I break out in hives and sweats when I think about math. I just, I don't like it. Science. I think I could have done definitely not chemistry or things like that. Biology. I know I, I could have done, um, but I love being a, a PE teacher. It's, it's one of the best teaching jobs that you could have. Um, I get to see all of my students in the school versus having just a set number of kids in front of me. So it's a great way to be um, involved in my school. I'm involved in sports. I'm also the athletic director at my school. So I do a lot with that too. So it keeps me busy and I, I, I love it. Freddie Wolf says, Jamie, what kind of sports do you prefer teaching and which sports do you practice yourself? 
Um, my favorite sport to play and to watch is softball. Um, I grew up playing softball. I've coached so many sports. I've coached soccer, basketball, softball, indoor track, outdoor track, cross country, um, volleyball. Have I coached anything else? I think that might be it. Yes. Um, currently, I'm only doing outdoor track and cross country. As I get a little bit older, um, I tend to let the younger people coach. I am the athletic director at my school, so I make sure all the sporting events and paperwork and registration and all that is together. Um, in physical education, though, we don't tend to teach traditional sports. We teach sports skills, but we make up different games to play. We don't traditionally play soccer, basketball. We play different games that we make up that have those skills in them. Tone Loke, yes. Oh, you can't see because that's not a member. Yes, Tone Loke, yes, yes. Yes, thank you from Mexico, Richie. Yes, he was my second guest because when I was saying it, I thought I had it wrong. Have I coached tennis, Aroni? Aroni. Um, oh gosh, I'm terrible at that. I'm so sorry. Um, I have not coached tennis. When I was doing my student teaching, I did have to do a unit on tennis, and tennis is very hard for middle school students, especially if they don't have the skill. There are balls flying everywhere. Um, I didn't enjoy it. Did not enjoy it. Let's see. I'm looking for questions from our members. Thank you. Thank you. I don't have any students from Europe by the current moment. I don't think so. How to say restroom. We, well, restroom is how we use it. We also say, I need to go to the bathroom. I think some people in the older generations would say, I need to go to the washroom. But restroom, bathroom are the two interchangeable ones that we use right now. He was in the living room, but we could hear him coughing. I only heard it once. But unlike Brent, I don't like repeat it over and over. Here's somebody coughing. Can you guys hear it? Let's see. I'm looking for some other questions from our members. Again, if you would like to become a member, just scroll down and click, click on become a member. You can join the Discord. There are so many people in there. I'll scroll down a little bit and see. The Terminator. I don't like the Terminator. I don't like that actor. So this person says, tell me about Maine. I've only lived in Maine for about 20 years. Today in Maine, it is wicked cold, as they would say in Maine. They use the word wicked um, in front of things to say. It just really means the word, like we would say, oh, that food's very good. In Maine, they say it's wicked good. That food is wicked good, but it's wicked cold. It's very cold here today. I am not from a state that's cold, so I don't like it this cold. The snow is pretty at first, but when it gets this cold, it's not fun to live here. Um, Maine in the fall and summer is beautiful. When the leaves change colors, it's amazing to see. Um, fall and summer here are my most favorite. I love to be outside hiking 
I love going to the ocean in the summer. I love going hiking in the fall to see the leaves. Um, but winter is not my favorite. And they really don't have a spring. We call that mud season when everything is melting and it's just muddy and it needs to dry out. Um, but Maine is a great state to live in. Nice people. Very nice people. Harry wants to know why I do not like Arnold, Jamie. He might be scary. I don't know. I just have never liked the way he speaks. I don't know. He just drives me crazy. He's just one of those actors I don't like. Him and Sylvester Stallone. I think we talked about this last week. Jacqueline says, what kind of method do you use when you teach in your class? Well, currently my classes are 70 minutes long, which is a really long time. I, uh, when I'm teaching health, I'm in a classroom and I divide those 70 minutes up into 10 to 15 minute chunks or 10 to 15 minute activities. So every 10 to 15 minutes, I am switching what I'm doing in class so that my kids don't get bored. We do things where we're standing up in the classroom. We do activities where we're sitting down. I do give them a two to five minute stretch break in the middle of class. And then I also end class with mindfulness. We have about five to seven minutes of where I just turn on meditation music. I turn off the lights and my kids practice um, mindfulness just to kind of like relax any stress they have for that day um, and just really focus on their self-care in that moment. Um, and then in PE, I do the same. We don't switch every 10 to 15 minutes, but halfway through the class, we switch activities so that we're not doing the same activity or same game for the whole 70 minutes. We have a warm up, we do our game, um, we switch to another activity, and then we do give them a little bit of free time to go into the weight room or shoot basketball. Some kids just like to walk. So I would say we, there are four times during PE that we change um, activities. Oh, I just actually, you, you talked about slang words with my health students, my little sixth graders. Some slang words right now that we actually talked about is the word bet. Um, if I say, hey, let's go get some ice cream after school, a student would say bet. That just means yes. Yes, I agree. I want to go get ice cream with you. Bet. That's a slang word. Um, another one is no cap. We talked about no cap. That just means you're not lying. Um, so if somebody says, did you just win a million bucks? My students would say no cap. And that means I'm not lying. I don't understand it. Those are the two most slang words that I can think of right now that are trending in America. Looking for some other questions from our channel members. Brent is over in YouTube answering questions. Just checking to see if there's any more questions here from our members. It's so good to see all of you here. Yes, Aroni has visited Maine before. In the summer, there's so many places that you can visit. It's just iconic American scenery. The lighthouses, it's, it's amazing. I would say come visit Maine in the fall and summer for sure. All right, I'm going to go back and turn off and let our other people join us here. If I can remember how to do that. 
I might not remember how to do that. How to get us back off members. Oh, no. Just looking to say. I, I really paid attention to how to get the members on, but I don't remember how to get them back on. And actually... Our, well, Brent's good friend, Bob the Canadian, is live. So if you're also looking to improve your English, you should hop on over to see Bob the Canadian. Um, I'll just scroll down, make sure I haven't missed any more questions. Actually, I'll check that Google form one last time. I think we have one question that we didn't answer. I can't answer that question. I'll have to give that one to Brent again. So I really thank all of you for being here today. Um, thank you for bearing with me and dealing with me. Brent will be back soon. Um, probably soon as in next week, he's just a little under the weather today. Um, but he will be back with you. Um, how to become a channel member. If you jump over to YouTube, you can see how you become, can become a channel member. The directions are there and also how you can join the discord that all the members uh, post in as well. Um, no private classes. Brent just does the YouTube thing. Um, watch all of his videos. If you're learning to speak English to practice your English again, thank you for being here. This was a lot of fun. It went by so fast, so, so fast. Um, and I'm sure I will be seeing you guys soon, probably a couple of months. But um, again, thank you for supporting Brent. Um, it really means a lot to us. Uh, it's fun to watch him come up with videos to show you guys. He works really hard and uh, I hope you enjoy. Stay warm, everyone. Stay safe and take care. And as Brent would say, adios, amigos. See ya.